morning and happy Saturday, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron with Kicking Cancer Cares on KSLM Radio, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. And our sponsor for this first half is Odd Moe's Pizza. So if you guys are looking for lunch or dinner ideas, definitely go down there and check out their amazing selection of all different kinds of food besides pizza. But if you want their pizza, definitely do the Green Monster. And the Poppers. And the Poppers, and yes. The poppers. Yeah, it's like what, a combo that just has to go together. Well, and when Mike was here a couple weeks ago, did you share those poppers? I'm not sure. Did you share it? Shh. It's share. Just keep saying it. Share. <laughs> I thought they were all for me. Oh, that. To be fair. <laughs> so did Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's really fun is here we sit. We are into September. We have had a guest with us every week this year. We have. And I'm super excited. We actually have two guests with us this week. Yes, go ahead. One of ahead. them is one of our board members. That's exciting. So mm. for those that had followed Kevin Mannix's campaign, campaign, that's how I met Morgan. We'll get more into that, but welcome, Morgan. Yeah, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. And her mom, Monica. And Monica. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me, too. Yes, absolutely. And for those that are in the community and see Dick Withnell, who's doing a lot of philanthropic stuff, um, Monica's usually not too far away. All right. She's his bodyguard. I mean, um, <laughs> handler. <laughs> Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Last week was a hard one. It was. That was, it was a difficult a really, update. Really hard one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we With Ozzy. We, we have new Kleenexes. Yes. Made sure I got some of those. Well, I wanted to give you an update from the update. Okay. Maybe I can read this. Okay. So this is actually something his grandmother wrote. For those that are following either Fight Like Ozzy or myself, we're just trying to share. Mm-hmm. And right now, I think Shyla's just focused on Ozzy, which is what she should be. Absolutely. Um, but as of the last I saw, Ozzy hasn't passed yet. That's um, good. Right. He's hanging on. He's holding on. But I thought this was so well written. What? Uh, he, well, do you want to read this? Mm-mm. Do you want me to cry through this? Mm-hmm. Please? Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't make me read on air. <laughs> She says, our beautiful boy after his bath with mommy tonight. It's the picture that was on Facebook. Yes. It's such an honor that Shyla allows me to help bathe him. We put lotion on him and dressed him. Snapped a couple of pictures because he is so beautiful not to. Then I said, Ozzy, I love you so very much. And he opened his eyes. So he's he's hearing what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to a few other people who have who have watch their children of whatever age pass away, and they said that's just the key right there at the end. It's just those, you know, I love yous. Yeah. Um, he looked at me, kissed, I kissed him goodbye, then he kissed me. Oh. Couldn't just walk out, so started over to Ozzy. Nana loves you so much. That's what she calls, you know, he calls her mm-hmm. Nana. He opened his eyes and looked straight into my eyes. This little guy, <laughs> I'm not going to make it. <laughs> um <laughs> The little guy makes us feel so loved. Um, I don't have, I don't have to be pretty. I don't have to be rich. I don't have to be anything, but who God created me to be, because that's enough for Him. Yeah. Right. He just loves me for who I am. Everyone needs an Aussie their life. Mm-hmm. So, as of last report, Aussie's still doing well. Okay. And I do think it's great. She said that she's she's excited. That he cannot be in pain, mm-hmm. and she's just warning the pearly gates that he's going to come running through. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So there's the update from the update. That was a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. Most of our, I mean, you and I started this show about the same time that they connected. We did. So we've all just kind of followed this little kid story Mm -hmm. since the beginning. Yeah. Well, the last two weeks, we got interrupted with our recipe. Yes, we did. I well, forgot about that. I know. Well, Bob's I, like, what the heck, you guys? Has he, has he actually reached out to you? <laughs> no. Said, oh. Well, we've gotten through a lot of recipes, and some of them are left are actually kind of lengthy recipes. Mm-hmm. So I have a gift for you. Okay. Oh. The book is yours. Oh. You're giving it to I'm me? Do you, you have book. another one? I do. We're oh. going to shift gears. Okay. All right. Ha ha, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I got this one on a newsstand at the grocery store. <laughs> this is called 100 Disease Fighting Foods. We got a lot of shows. Uh, yes. yes. And this is kind of fun because they're alphabetical. So I thought maybe we could just do a different disease fighting food. Okay. That's that awesome. Sound? Yeah. And then you can keep the Absolutely. recipe Absolutely. Yes. So our first one is almonds. Okay. And I'll pull up the glasses. So I guess, Bob, let me know if you want. I'll still snap pictures and send sure, it to Sure, yeah. So it says, why, why they are disease fighters. These tasty snacks may help protect against breast cancer. Okay. A 2015 study found that women who regularly ate almonds, walnuts, or peanuts had a significantly lower risk of breast cancer than women who didn't. Okay. Almonds are naturally filling with Six grams of protein and nine grams of fiber per serving. Mm-hmm. So there's our first one is almonds. Okay. So eat your almonds. Snappa. And once again, those followers have been asking for the recipes. Just contact Amanda at... Amanda at kslm.news. Well, the other thing I brought to you as an update, which is actually going to tie right in to our guest, our international traveler... Our show has now reached 30 nations. Wow. Outside of the United States, so 31 technically. Intriguingly enough, the number one nation is Germany with 46 downloads. Okay. And then the Philippines with 13. We have, we have 12 European countries, 4 African countries, 4 South American countries, and 10 Asian countries. That's amazing because cancer doesn't discriminate. No. At all. No. I'm just I'm just amazed that God has got our story in all mm-hmm. these places. What's intriguing is as this list grew, and I I'm gonna let Morgan clarify this, but a lot of these countries popped up and they were places that Morgan was at. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you listened to this show or you told us about the show, but all of a sudden this nation popped up like <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if Morgan. So I have no idea. Um Morgan Tell us where you've been the last six or seven or eight months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eight months or so. Um, in January, I took off traveling to mostly um, Southeast Asia. Um, I think it was a total of um, seven different countries. Wow. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty amazing. Uh, started in Thailand, and then, yeah, I think we spent like 45 days there. Um, and then off to India and Nepal. And then down south to Malaysia and Singapore, and then spent about four months living in Bali, which was really lovely. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. And from there, we left and just spent about 10 days in Australia and just arrived home um, a couple days ago. 
So yeah. who's we? Uh, my partner and I. Okay. Yeah. And what made you guys want to go travel like that? Um, Why not? Yeah. That's that, really yeah. the question. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. 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 Um, I think both of us have just always had a passion for traveling mm-hmm. and especially uh, like traveling and living abroad. Um, when I was in college, I, I lived about six months in Europe or so and was able to also do a lot of traveling. So just kind of got a taste of what life is like outside of the States and um, Asia has been kind of on my list of places to check out and um, yeah my partner actually lived about four years in Korea so um, he also really has kind of the travel bug and we were able to just go and explore new places and eat lots of amazing food and get lots of warm weather and it was really nice. So six months you were gone? Eight. Eight. Oh my goodness. So what was your favorite place? Definitely Bali. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I really loved it there. It was, it's just really comfortable, and the weather is amazing, and um, I mean, there's a lot of tourism there, so you can just, it's very, like, accessible, I think, for most Westerners. It's like, the food's amazing, and it's just, like, really kind of high quality, and it's, yeah, just a really great place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's really awesome. I would love to do something like that. We have some really, uh, I have some really fun pictures saved of Morgan with the kicking cancer hat and all these really... <laughs> That's cool. I think one of my favorites is you with the elephants. Yeah, that was a really cool experience. So where were yeah. you at with the elephants? In Thailand. In yeah, Thailand. Yeah, we went to this really cool um, like elephant nature park is what it's called, but um, it's like a kind of a rehabilitation center for elephants. They have over like 100 there, and oh, wow. um, they rescue them from all of the places in Thailand that do like kind of riding or they don't take care of the elephants. It's mm-hmm. like uh, inhumane a bit. So they rescue all of them and they like provide them a home. But there's not just elephants there. They have like 80 plus dogs and like over <laughs> 200 cats and cows. And um, they've rescued them. There was a few, I think it was like earthquakes um, back in... Like, I think before COVID, so there was just kind of a couple events where they did, like, big, huge animal rescues, and it was really cool. We got to do this uh, overnight stay there and got to, like, pet an elef- multiple elephants and feed them snacks and do all sorts of fun stuff, which was really cool. Are you ready to go back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. It's been a, a, an, an interesting transition coming back here, so, yeah. yeah. Well, the other picture you sent me, and you're going to have to tell the backstory because I don't I don't. But you have all this paint on your face. Oh, yeah, that was in India. Okay, so what were you doing with all the paint on uh, your face? There's a holiday there called Holi, um, and it's like a celebration of, uh, it's like an Indian holiday and uh, part of the celebration. It's kind of done a lot just between families, but they have this like chalk, this like kind of chalk paint. And um, it's, especially around kids, they just like have these big paint fights and they throw it all over each other. But um, around the city, they also just have like little ones that people will just kind of like poke on your face or something like that. (laughs) And it's just a big celebration. And so, yeah, we were in India during that time. And um, yeah, so that's what that was. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. 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 What an amazing experience to just go do that. Yeah, yeah, it was really special. Will you do that again? Or was it like a once in a lifetime? <laughs> oh gosh, my mom's going to be like, ah. Oh. No, don't leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that honestly for me, uh, I've been kind of considering living outside of the United States for a while now. Um, in this, I think, really kind of solidified that idea. Um, and I would, I would go back to to Bali. Um, I'm you know, heavily considering living there. The downside is that it's like a big couple of days of travel to get back and forth. Was that 32 and, hours to get back here? Yeah, including like drive time and stuff like that. It was, yeah, 32 hours of travel, which is a lot. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and it's a 15-hour time difference, so it's a pretty big, like, uh, shift. Um, but it's, yeah, really amazing out there. Um, and so I, I could definitely see myself going back out there, considering some other countries as well. But, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's well, awesome. I'm going to jump forward a little in the story. Then we're yeah, going to come back. because ahead. Sorry, I was No, so you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> because this will tie into the end of the story. But um, I had asked Morgan to join our board, and we'll get to that in a second. But then this opportunity came along, and she was just graciously going to just step off the board, the entire board, because we were having our board meetings on Saturday mornings Mm -hmm. at 10 o'clock. Just a great time, you know, except 10 o'clock Saturday morning was going to be like 1 o'clock in the morning for her on Sunday. Right. (laughs) And she says, I can just step with the board. The whole board said, no, (laughs) we will adjust. So we started having our board meetings on Wednesdays at 5 p.m., Okay. which then was Thursday morning for her. Yeah. Her role on the board slightly changed because she was, she's our education director. Mm-hmm. Well, she's now our grant writer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because she can do that anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. And we, we hired Kelly Walther to help, fu- to help filter the grants. Basically, Kelly takes all the grants and then brings it out to what we call a money list. Mm-hmm. And then she sends that to Morgan and then Morgan communicates with Kelly. But my point is... We don't want to lose Morgan. Right. So we're like, no, no matter where you live, we're going to find a way to keep you around. That's awesome. Yeah. So that really, really kind of ties into a really interesting series of events. And I, I'll, I'll share some and then Morgan can give her perspective on this. But it was really so random how I met Morgan. <laughs> yeah. um, I had presented to Kaiser's Chamber a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And right after the presentation... Um, Kevin Mannix's, what was, what was her, what was Michelle's job at that point? Do you know? Uh, we were both working at the law firm. Okay. Yeah. And then we both kind of transitioned to working on the campaign. So, so so they're both there at my presentation and I knew Michelle more. I met Morgan later, but Michelle goes, well, do you would like to speak for Kevin's Rotary Group? Oh, sure. I mean, any chance I can get to try to get out in the community and talk Mm -hmm. about it. So I get there and I had a little PowerPoint um, on a flash drive, I said, is there someone that can help me with the technology? So I had this little flash drive to this young lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was really how we met. Yeah. I mean, we met briefly at the greeters. Um, and we did that. And I'm, and I, at the time, I'm thinking, you know, this, this young gal is uh, doing some amazing things with Kevin Mannix. And there was a spot open on our board at the time. And so I went to Morgan. We sat down for lunch. And I said, let me tell you what we're doing with kicking cancer, and would you consider being on the board? So what went through your head, Morgan, when I asked you that question? <laughs> that was about a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, I was just really surprised, I think. Um, yeah, it was a lot going on. It was really cool to see all of the different organizations in the community, especially what kicking cancer was doing. And, um, yeah, I really value, I think, education and prevention, especially when it comes to preventing any kind of diseases, but especially cancer. Um and I thought it was a really awesome opportunity, and I was, yeah, really surprised you were asking me, and um, yeah, so after that discussion, I was kind of sold on the idea of, like, what I could do to help, and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So we had we had put some procedures in place, mm-hmm. and, because we had brought people on the board without really meshing with the board, and so now what happens is... I find someone like Morgan, and I say to the board, I have someone for you guys to consider. And we do this Zoom call where they can meet Morgan, and she can basically 
we see where you fit with us and you see where we fit with you. Is there a fit or not? Right. Mm -hmm. And yep, there was a fit and there was a vote and Morgan got voted on the board. That would have been May, probably May of last year. 2022. So she got voted Mm -hmm. onto the board in May, except something happened in your life in June, Mm. right after getting voted on the board. Yeah, well, it actually kind of yeah happened a little differently, but see that's it, why I thought she yeah was, yeah she it was up the muddy water <laughs> timeline. It was kind of funny how it all worked out. Yeah, um, got recruited onto the board, but simultaneously, kind of the fall before that, uh, really like September twenty one, I had discovered like um, basically like a mass on my neck, um, and just like oh this is really weird. I, I think it's on my thyroid, and I went into the doctor, and they were like, what makes you think it's on your thyroid? I'm like, well, this is where it is. So you look at uh, basic human biology. But, um, <laughs> you know, but who am I now? Who am I? Let's check it out. I mean, I'm not the doctor, yeah. but. <laughs> but. And they were like, well, you're right. And um, so that happened. And kind of over a series of months of testing, um, I think it was, yeah, maybe around May or June, they basically gave me the option to get my thyroid removed or not actually just half my thyroid because the mass had come back abnormal, but not actually cancerous at that time. It would just come back abnormal. Um, And yeah, so uh, there's kind of a series of cancer in our family. And kind of knowing that, I decided that it would be a good idea to um, have like at least half of my thyroid removed. Um, And so decided to go ahead and, and do that. And I think that that surgery was in June, maybe the end of June, um, and had half removed. And then after they did that, um, they tested the, the mass itself, and then they found out it was cancerous. And so that was, like, really the beginning of July. It was just right after that surgery. And then simultaneously, it was the July board meeting, I think, yep. was our yep. first, like, in-person board meeting. And it was pretty much three three days or something like that after I had received the information about it being cancer. And, um, yeah, it was just kind of a, a lot of information all at once. And, yeah, we were sitting at uh, the first in-person board meeting and my first meeting on the board and just having got this news. And, yeah, I, um, it was quite the shock. We, we decided as a board two years ago that we would have Zoom meetings, but we'd, we'd have two in person, one in the summer, like how are we doing, are we on track, how, where do we make shifts, and then we have one either late of the year or first of the year to determine the next year's budget, mm-hmm. right? And so it was the in person. It was also relatively close to coming out of COVID. So we had the room kind of spread out, some had masks, some didn't. it was just kind of an odd board meeting for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. and. I think I don't remember. Did I had I told the board that you had that the cat? I don't think the board even. No, knew. nobody no, knew. I no mean, I think I had. I had honestly just told you that day because That's right. it was all really, really fresh. And um, yeah, I guess I had just found out that I would have had to have another surgery in a couple of weeks, and pretty much just got to recover from. I just had to recover from my first I one, had, and then I had get told to do the board that yeah. you had surgery. Yeah, because you had something in your throat. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they knew that you had surgery. They didn't yeah. know you had cancer, but the. The interesting thing is we had we had brought Kelly and that was the day that we basically voted yes, bring Kelly in, pay her. So she was at that board meeting as well. And as we're going around the room, we realized that the biggest program that needed grants and needed funding 
was pathways. You haven't even seen this yet. Mm, yeah. And so I'm just describing to the board what I envision pathways becoming. And then Morgan kind of had a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might yeah. be an understatement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was just um, a little shocking to me. So it was just, uh, I I think that, I don't Everything know. Everything came to a head. It, it did. I'm just trying to think about how to explain this is that uh, when, you're, when you're diagnosed with something like cancer, I think that one of the hardest parts of it is sharing that news. Mm-hmm. At least, uh, like, especially especially in kind of like my family, it was very much like we, I don't know, we talk about things, but not usually like, um, it's kind of like emotions are supposed to be kind of private. And, you know, I think the phrase that my dad used growing up was like, ladies don't cry kind of thing, you know, and it was very, keep those things to ourselves. Um, but with cancer, especially, and like a lot of surgeries and things like that coming up, you kind of have to share that news with people because mm-hmm. um, uh, life is changing. And, yeah, and so I think what ended up happening was I had talked with one of my younger brothers at the time, and he was just so scared and, like, having a really hard time just even understanding, like, how I have cancer because they all, like, kind of refer to me as, like, the healthy one and, like, <laughs> and I'm the older <laughs> sister and I'm always, you know, like, do yoga and I eat really healthy and he's just, like really confused on like how this could happen to me and it was tough for me because emotionally I was also kind of going through this and um not understanding yourself yeah yeah yeah. and it was just a lot to explain and um and like kind of the roles were reversed where normally I'm like this support for him and there for him through his tough times and now my younger brother is like scared I'm like I don't know what I can do about this and we're at the board meeting and I'm still kind of grappling with all of these conversations that I just had literally like the day before. And he, Baron, shares a story about Pathways. And, um, well, maybe it was like the story that inspired Pathways. Yeah. 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 And, it, I mean, you can share this if you want. Well, I, it was, it was, a, it was a family better. that had funded, had helped fund us in the early days. And the second child had passed from blood cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had four boys. The youngest was a sophomore while that one was going through the blood cancer. When after the youngest graduated from high school, his girlfriend broke up with him and he committed suicide. Yeah. yeah. And the mother looked at me and she said, I wish Pathways was around because what Pathways would have done would have been to come in to help the kid in high school mm-hmm. while the family dealt with the kid that had the blood cancer. Yeah. Right? And, sh- and this mother is still carrying this guilt of, of the suicide. And we're yeah. like, you were taking care of the kid dying from blood cancer. <laughs> It's, you can't be, you can't blame yourself for the other one, but she does. And so I was just sharing that's why we have to develop all pathways. But that kind of hit Yeah, me. yeah, it triggered me for sure. I was just sitting there and just like, uh, it just kind of, it's like one of those worst nightmare stories, you know, like you never want that to happen to one of your siblings, let alone like one of your own children, especially having after lost another one. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't even fathom that idea right now and let alone process what I'm going through. And yeah, I just like broke down in tears and everybody was like, whoa, like what's going on? I was like, well, this is what's going on. And just kind of shared the story of what's happening. (laughs) And like, I'm so sorry. I don't normally like have these (laughs) emotional breakdowns in the middle of meetings, I swear. But (laughs) yeah, and everybody just kind of like wrapped me up and um, just 
Yeah, and an immense amount of support. I mean, um, and that's why uh, the program director for Pathways kind of came in and was like, well, I'd, I'd be more than happy to, like, have some conversations with your brother and see if there's any, like, if there's any way I can help support him through this. And, you know, and then the board was like, and you, of course, like, whatever you need, like, we're here for you to help support you emotionally. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. Okay. So that's how Morgan got involved with us. Yeah. All right. That's so you ended up having a second surgery? Yeah, I did. To, okay. My yeah, goodness. six weeks after it was, yeah, pretty much like they had me heal from my first one. And then the soonest they could do the second one was literally six weeks after I had recovered. So then they did a second one. And yeah, then I had my other half of my thyroid removed. And yeah. Well, yeah, and, and that was so between that. the first surgery and the second one, um, I reached out to the board and I said, it's time for us to support one of our own. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a go team for Morgan. Mm-hmm. And I called Morgan. She was in San Diego. And it's typically, you know, something for, like, like you know, join us for Josh or whatever. There's always right. a four in the middle. Morgan didn't want it to be for her. So we all did that parade and we walked with Morgan. Yes. We didn't walk for Morgan. Yes, that's and, right. And Morgan was just days out from that second surgery. And she walked <laughs> most of it. Kevin Maddox was, was, was right in front of us because he sponsored us, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so the agreement was that if Morgan got tired, she'd just jump in Kevin's car. Yeah. <laughs> and you did most of that parade. Yeah, yeah. I tried to stick it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it but you were definitely looking a little tired. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. You yeah. were a trooper, yeah. it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. Let's, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back in just a second. But I want to give another shout-out to our sponsor, Oddmo's Pizza. Make sure you guys go swing in there and grab some lunch or dinner for yourselves. Green Monster and Potato Poppers. You're welcome. 